Hey, what's up, gamers? Welcome to the Safe File Podcast, where like every video game character, every gamer has an origin story to tell. I'm your host, Golden Lion, and today's guest has been in the Claim Clan gaming community for over 20 years. He's a founder of a Halo clan named the Frozen Shadows, which this year they will hit their 10th year anniversary. He has not moved on to that, and he is a speedrunner and now participates in a nonprofit charity stream called Dog Pound Expo, which they help bring awareness to mental illness. In their most recent charity stream, he and his team raised over $1,500 to fund treatments and recovery for people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and even suicide. Gamers, I humbly and respectfully welcome Jacob Hembry, a.k.a. Pharaoh Yami. What's up, man? what is up everyone how you doing doing? i'm chilling man i'm chilling i'm excited for you to be on here my friend hey thank you for having me you know uh, we wanted to do this about a week ago but (laughs) yeah you know we had to put it on hold but still excited to be here happy to be here thank you for having me once again and thank you for being here my friend uh real quick i want to congratulate you on you and your team for raising fifteen hundred dollars man that's awesome Thank you so much. It really, um, you know, I, I'm not the owner of the marathon. I have to do shout outs to MetaDog. He is the one that is the owner of the Dog Pound, which is, you know, his Twitch community. So, like, if you want to check it out, the Dog Pound, definitely go and follow him at uh, Twitch forward or twitch.tv forward slash MetaDog, M E D D A D O G. All right, listeners, I'll be sure to put that into the uh, descriptions and everything else to help you guys get into that if you guys need it for more information on that. All right, Yami. So first question of the podcast, explain your first experience with gaming. Oh, man. First experience with gaming. It's kind of hard for me because a lot of people, you know, don't start gaming um, at least like our age. You know, I'm I'm 28 or 29 i can't i don't keep track anymore (laughs) yeah Um, but like you know we didn't have the accessibility to gaming like a lot of kids now you know the mobile phones you know smartphones handhelds etc it's all there we're like when we're growing up we had to pay like 90 bucks for a console and then like 90 bucks for a game and that's all you got you Mm -hmm. know you would have to go search for the games so like very fortunately for me, my grandmother is a gamer. Oh, so, nice. Like, you know, I had the accessibility that most people didn't have at that age, right? So I can't, like, personally recall my first memory gaming. It's either, like, <clears throat> Super Metroid uh, with my grandmother or Super Mario Brothers 3 with my grandmother. But, like... She would, when she uh, babysat me, she would, you know, sit me up in a rocker and play her game. So it's like I've always been around gaming since, like, two weeks old, basically. As soon as I was home from a hospital, I was hearing video game music. So it's like I've literally grown up with it, Mm -hmm. except for the week and a half, two weeks I was at the hospital when I was first born, which is, you know pretty unique for me you know like now a lot of people don't think about it because it's just it's around everywhere but at that time period it's definitely different because you know i would have cousins and everything that were you know a lot older than me like nine ten they would be playing something i'd be like two three years old 
and they would be stuck on something and asking my grandmother because she would be the gamer of the <laughs> yeah. You know? And then she would just be like, oh, well, Jacob knows how to do it. Just let him do it. And they're like, nah, he's only he doesn't know how to do this. We can't figure it out. And next thing you know, like I would be beating their game for them and they would just be like, like, what? You know, how does he you know, And it's just so I've always grown up around gaming, um, fortunately for me, because it's just, you know, my grandmother's been a big influence in that. That's awesome, man. So Gma is the one that started everything for you, man. Yeah, um, basically, she was, I want to say maybe like 50 years ago, she started on the Atari, so. <laughs> Does she still game to this day? Um, unfortunately, with, you know, a lot of issues, she went through back surgery and, have, uh, you know, it's just like, she's 75, so unfortunately okay. with age, the decline in motor skills isn't really there. For her she did try to play super metroid again and about two months ago uh we you know i found the books that she had from the 90s because she had two different books to help you know that had all the maps and everything and she had the strategy tried. books yeah she, oh uh, wow yeah, okay we still have one of them and then the other one was a unofficial like unauthorized version of it where someone basically like took a copier of the book <laughs> Power guide, <laughs> and then try to sell it as their own it's it's hilarious because it's the exact same book but in like a black and white version that is amazing range. yeah that's dope um, i th i think um from what i i remember when i was younger i was renting game there was like these game rental places and they did that they would cop they would do that and make their own strategy book within the game case every time you rented it Right. wow flashback holy crap <laughs> it's crazy though but yeah they did that because they didn't want the books to get stolen right you this... think about it some of those books had posters um oh like that's might, true you might be able to see right there is the halo reach uh book right behind my tv that has the uh master chief and arbiter on the backside that yeah. folds out into a poster that's dope so a lot of those you know uh, I have like a Final Fantasy 10 2 one that's like it came inside the case mm -hmm. and it's a giant freaking poster. It's it's way bigger than that flag. Mm -hmm. And it folds out into the entire like sphere grid and all the stuff. And, oh man. And a huge poster and the mascots in the back. So it's like, yeah, those things would get ripped off all the time. Jeez, I'm a little jealous. I'm gonna need to give me one of them sphere grid posters. I mean, that's how we uh, met, right? Found Fantasy X. You hopped onto my yeah, stream. Right. Yeah. I did go through uh, that game not too long ago and relived it. I still did not do what I wanted to do in the game. I basically <laughs> beat it. Uh -huh. Still, like I, I've, I think I beat uh, Dark Balfour and Dark Ifrit, but the rest of them, I'm just like. Uh, too much so I, I don't know what to do because yeah. i've never faced them before you know i didn't have uh you know the international version oh okay oh so you're playing on the ps2 or the like what well, what gen I, you playing I it on have, i have the remaster now uh-huh like when we met yeah but i just uh you know originally the game came out in north america version uh you know north america first mm -hmm. and then the game came out in the rest of the world a year later that's awesome 
That's cool. So like people that were over in Europe and Japan, they had the dark aeons and pennants and all of that and the master spirit grid while we did not on the PS2. They would do such things. <laughs> right. So jealous. <laughs> so still like I even though I have the remaster, I've only beaten it and that's all I've done. That's awesome, man. Well, wow. I think after this, I'm going to go ahead back to Final <laughs> Fantasy X and try Because there's still a lot I haven't done yet. Can't wait for that. All right, so character creation, man. little background of your life. So why the gamer tag for Oyami? Uh, basically, like my whole online presence started about 20 years ago. And it uh, mainly started on RuneScape. You know, that's where the first place that I needed a name. Mm -hmm. Well, at that time period huge Yu-Gi-Oh fan like you know we were only halfway through season one at that point I'm just like you know I still have cards and everything so that's the reason why I've gone with the tag for 20 years you know uh for people that aren't a Yu-Gi-Oh fan uh in the show the main character Yugi finds a millennium puzzle and it holds the spirit and from ancient Egypt, and he is the pharaoh. Mm -hmm. um, Yami means dark in Japanese, and so that's to signify all the, like, the spirits in the show. Um, when you're like playing one of the games, they call them like Yami Yugi to signify it's the spirit, or Yami whatever. Mm -hmm. So I just rearranged it, and because Pharaoh Yami sounded better than Yami Pharaoh, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Oh, so, that, that's where my name comes from. And ever since, like, I'm not a fan of going by multiple names. I would like to stick to one name. And plus, it's easier to find history on me if you, you know, look at the right places. Unfortunately, you get a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. So you kind of have to filter out to really find stuff. Mm -hmm. but, like. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's, yeah, what's, like, a particular website people can find your history um, on? So, the major one where you can find a lot of history is the Frozen Shadows, the Halo clan. Okay. Uh, that's where we did a lot of the most uh, website work for my own stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And that's going to be uh, at the Frozen Shadows, uh, dot Weebly dot com. Hey, nice. Okay. So, where are you from? Uh, I am from Houston, and I'm still residing currently in Houston. I like I'm in a Houston suburb, but it's technically <laughs> called Magnolia. It, it's dude, this place is so stupid because I'm like an hour and a half from downtown, uh -huh. but I'm still considered Houston. But my town's called Magnolia. Houston's really that big? Yeah. Holy crap! So how was your childhood? Um. Childhood is, uh, like, what do you mean by it? You know, because that's kind of like a touchy subject. Whatever you're willing to share, man. Well, like, you know, I, I, I said earlier I suffer from bipolar and ADHD, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I had a, a rocky time between, like, the ages 8 to 15, you know, going through puberty and then everything else, it, it's hard to go through, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, the doctors didn't know how some of these meds would uh, affect you, you know? 
and everything. And right now, um, they know that bipolar medicine cancels out ADHD medication. You know, it just makes the symptoms worse. Well, 20 years ago, they didn't know that. So instead of like taking me off medication and whatnot, and unfortunately this happened to a lot of people, you know, because the doctors didn't know and they were kind of like testing drugs, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's unfortunate, you know, I'm not the only one that it happened to, it happened to others as well. But at one point, you know, they're just like, well, since this one, this combination doesn't work, we'll just add this one to counteract this one and counteract this one. And next thing you know, it turned into a medicine cocktail. And I was doing like 15 different medicines. And there's a whole two years of my life that all I remember is because I, I couldn't swallow pills at that time. I was, mm -hmm. you know, so it was all liquid meds. I just remember like shots of medicine like this constantly, like, you know, I was sleeping like 23 hour days, only awake for an hour. My mom says the hour I was awake, I looked like a zombie. Um, and that's when I left the hospitals, you know, cause I was in like treatment for a full two years. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I still suffer from side effects from that, you know, horrible memory loss. Um, just like basic motor skills sometimes can be hard. Unfortunately, there's just a lot of shit that, you know, went wrong and I suffer from because of that time period. Um, as far as like the rest of my childhood, it was good. My mom did everything that she could to, you know, take me places, you know, go out. You know, I've been to NASA multiple times. I've been to mission control. Um, I've been to Moody Gardens multiple times down in Houston. Uh, I went to see the Astros once. Um, you know, I, I went to, uh, WWE Night of Champions. Unfortunately, it was the weekend that Crispin walked, you know, you passed. Know, yeah. Yeah. That whole situation. But, you know, I was able to go to like two events, you know, when I was younger. Um, so like. In a way, the good has kind of counterbalanced the bad. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I can't recall a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it's definitely weird when you start thinking um, how, how different things like that can really affect a person. You know, because it's like, it's almost been 20 years since then. Yeah. And I'm still suffering from stuff like that. And so if you, that's one reason, like, I'm very passionate about trying to raise mental awareness in a way, because it's mm -hmm. like, if I know what affects me 20 years ago, what else can some, you know, can something be affecting someone else? And like, I think the way mental awareness is and how it gets swept under the rug Mm -hmm. It's a really bad thing. And I think that needs to change as well. You just kind of like stemming on from that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, child uh, childhood was rocky, but good at the same time, you know. So going through what you went through, um, how did that expand your perspective in life? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I think of it how, you know, I treat people how I want to be treated, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, if I'm having a rough day or something, like, I don't expect other people to necessarily cheer me up. But, like, just acknowledging my existence would mean a lot, you know, instead of, like, you know, if you walk past someone and you can tell that, like, visibly tell that they're upset or that they've got, like, tears running down their face or something, why not acknowledge their existence? Because, you know, just taking, like, 30 seconds out of your time could mean a lot more than you just being another person that ignores them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I think that's a real big problem in this world too. You know, people just being, you know, face down type of way, like looking at the floor when they walk, you know, just take the time to acknowledge someone else's existence and, I think overall this world would be better, you know, like you look how, you know, kids were raised 30 years ago to now, and it's completely different. We have kids literally raising kids, and I think that's a big problem, you yeah. know, because mm -hmm. the, the kids themselves don't know any better, so how are they going to teach their own kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one reason why I haven't had a kid either, because it's like, I can't afford to take care of myself, much less another, you know, human, you know, type of thing. So it's like, I, I really think this world overall needs to like, get their common sense back. <laughs> common sense ain't so common nowadays, my friend. Exactly. That's, that's a great way to put it. You know, it's just unfortunate because you know a lot of people need help mental illness is worse and worse a lot and it, it's hard for people to get help when they do suffer because they feel like they will be attacked to for you know something that they deal with on a regular basis mm -hmm. and that's messed up um a good example of like that is um when we're when i was heavily running my halo clan this was about eight years nine eight years ago um we had a guy come in by the name of warstar and uh at first you know something seemed off just the way he acted the way he talked i could tell he d uh dealed with something you know you 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 can just get that feeling sometimes when you talk to someone be like, okay, they might suffer from something because, you know, there's a visibility tell to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the more like he talked with us and he really wanted to be a part of the clan and we finally let him cause we didn't want to like discourage anyone, you know, but we were looking for people with a little bit more skill than he had. But that's fine. You can help, you know, build the community, be around, support, etc. There's plenty of places for everyone, right? Well, soon after, we find out that he is, like, heavily autistic, which made sense, you know, just the way, like, sometimes we'd, you know, have to, like, repeat ourselves multiple times or be like, hey, Warstar, focus, or, you know, like, come with us, 
you know, a little bit more than we would have to with others, you know what I mean? Which isn't mm -hmm. a problem. I'm not like trying to talk down on them or anything, you know, but we, we find out, you know, this all in like two months span, we find out that he was getting bullied at school for being autistic, you know, and like we, that he had no friends that, you know, in real life, everyone just bullied him because of his autism and, you know, that's really, really wrong. You know, anyone that bullies someone like that are like, y'all need to check yourselves in the mirror and reevaluate y'all's lives because like that is so much wrong on like a deeper level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, then we started to feel really bad because it's like, you know, here he is, he's just looking for friends. And, you know, we decided to be those friends. We wanted to help him because you don't want, like, he was 12 years old at that time. I can't imagine, you know, what he went through exactly, like, worse than what I went through, right? So, I think we all just need to take the time and, and like, reevaluate how we look at people in, in general, you know? Because, like, I can't say that, like, what we did, you know, didn't, like, save his life or anything. But I know it helped him get through, like, a horrible fucking time period in his life. You know, and if, like, I can, we could have that impact as a small little halo group mm -hmm. on one person's life without even meeting them then like what kind of impact can we do with right with people right next to us you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah i know what you and mean. you start looking at it at it that way and it's just like you know i'm going to bring the fgc into this analogy of just people um needing to help more in general Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of stuff that goes into running tournaments, especially offline. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it and there's hardly any volunteers for it, you know? And what drives me nuts is you'll have hundreds of competitors come out. And if they just spent 30 minutes through the entire weekend helping, everything would be much smoother. And don't tell me not every single one of those competitors does not know how to hook up a monitor and a console because 90% of it is hooking up equipment like that. Yeah. I mean, come on. You don't know how to plug in an electrical cord into another electrical cord. Like we all have these consoles. We all have these equipments. We all know how to do them. If people just helped, yeah, it would make everything smoother. And I don't understand why people, you know, cause I would spend like, 20 hours out of a three-day weekend doing shit like that mm -hmm. i'm just like you know if five others just helped and we would be done in 10 minutes instead of me doing it for an hour mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so it's just like it, it kind of makes me mad in a way you know yeah. the lack of common decency anymore you know what i mean yeah on a large scale in this world i'm not saying that people don't have it 
Yeah. But it's very few in between. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the definitely. The power of the internet has allowed people to be trolly, to be toxic, to be, you know, all these horrible things without any repercussions. And then the online bullying as well needs to stop us. It, it's just, I have a lot of opinions on it, you know? And so, because it's like stuff that I've gone through that I've had to deal with. And, mm -hmm. like, I don't want anyone else that deals with stuff worse than I do to actually, you know, end up being like, all right, well, I'm done dealing with this, you know, and decides to do that. I'm not saying do it. Like, go get help if you're ever thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Like, hell, reach out to me and I'll fucking, like, at least lend an ear. I'm not going to, like, cut my ear off or anything and lend it to you. But, <laughs> you know, I'll sit and, like, talk and you could bitch at me about stuff and I'm not going to judge because I've gone through shit similar. Yeah. So, so the shit that you went through, cause it seems like you've had a quite of experience experiencing childhood. So to help you get through that, what were some of your role models growing up? Who were some of your role models growing up? I mean, it, it, it was hard, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't really have any role models. I didn't really have anyone to look up to because you know like what i consider a role model is more someone that i could interact with mm -hmm. you know that i know more on a personal level you know what i mean so like i didn't look at any to any celebrity or what whatever as like a necessarily a role model because i didn't know them outside of camera life yeah so how can I say they're a role model when I don't know outside the camera? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, the closest I kind of had was, like, my grandfather, you know? Um, Why him? He was, like, the only male role model I had in my life, you know, completely. I never had a dad. Like, well, I, I have a dad, but... um. A lot of shit happened before I was born, and I've never met him. So, and I don't care to meet him. And it, but yeah, it's like my grandfather was the only one that was really, you know, there for me, like as a male role model. So it's like I didn't have a choice into like who to pick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wasn't really fortunate enough to have like. A lot of role models or anything so i it's it could be hard you know when you're struggling to find your own way you know what i mean so so for those that are listening and they are going through what you went through what is something that you could what's some advice that you could help them get through it um or maybe some advice that you know stuff that you look back now that you could have done different to help you get through you know, that, that's a hard question to answer uh, just because, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, just because it really depends on the situation. You know, every everyone goes through different things, right? Yes. Um, but definitely don't go through it alone, whatever it is. Like, for me personally, when I'm upset or depressed or something, I cannot be alone. 
the more alone I am, no matter who, how much I'm pissed at someone Mm -hmm. or whatever, the, I, I could be pissed at my mom, right? Completely pissed at her. But if I'm depressed as well, I can't be alone. So like, even though I'm pissed with my mom, she'll come out and like, come in and hang out with me and I'll play like Rocket League or something. Even though I'm fucking pissed at her, but Mm -hmm. with my mind, my depression just like gets the best of me. And so I know that's like that for a lot of other people. So don't let your mind get the best of you. Don't let your mind, you know, circle around in negative thoughts, you know, try to find something that you can at least space out on, you know, where you could just focus and, you know, don't let anything distract you. Find something that you find uh, positive or helpful or fun. There's, you know, a lot of things. Even going for a walk, if you're more like an athletic type and want to, you know, go to the gym or, you know, literally get a punching bag and beat away the frustration, whatever works for you, you know. Mm-hmm. But don't go through it alone. Don't let the negative thoughts overtake your mind. Um, if and if need be, reach out to to write love on our arms because they're a fantastic charity that will help you get help. That's good, man. Thanks, thanks for all that. I'm pretty sure whoever's listening needed to hear that, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, despite of all the darkness, uh, describe one of the greatest days of your life in your childhood. In my childhood or yeah. just in general? Whatever you will. Whatever you will. Huh? Whatever you will. It's a little iffy because, you know, with everything that I've gone through, my memory loss. Okay. It, so. So, like, I would I would have to pick from so, uh, more, like, you know, teenager to now because what would probably be considered one of my, like, greater days, mm-hmm. I can't recall at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how about but, from, um, like, starting from teenager, like, what's some of the greatest days of your life that you can um, recall? Well, I, I would really have to say um, when I went to Killer Instinct World Cup, um, the first day of LCQs was a really fantastic, emotional crazy i i mean like just mix everything up in a jar and Mm -hmm. toss it around um it it was a fantastic experience um at the time right because i i just started running my own tournaments i had business cards made like crazy and i was handing them out i swear i had more social promotion for my stuff than killer instinct world cup did Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, while I was at World Cup, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like embarrassing from my standpoint because more people kind of knew about my tournament than the Killer Instinct World Cup in San Antonio. Like, some of the delivery drivers were pissed that they didn't know about it and they're having to deliver food up there 24 7 and they would have came and played and whatnot. There was like no local promotion for the event it was weird hmm. so but i was handing out all my stuff because gotta promote myself i'm doing tournaments you know gotta start somewhere 
Of course. So we're getting matches started, and I had a buy into the second round. Woohoo! You know, <laughs> one one match less than I have to play. Yeah. You know, so I was happy about that, and then I find out I'm going on stage for my match. Oh damn! And I'm like, wait, me? I'm going on stage. You know, I I wasn't like a great player at that point. You know. Mm-hmm. I was only playing maybe a year competitively and was starting from scratch. But I was just like, wait, me? You know, <laughs> oh, why me? There's so many other great players that could be playing, you know? Uh-huh. And I was really confused by it. Like 200 people chanting my fucking name. 200 and people just, chanting your name? I'm not even kidding. Like, uh, you had people from Screw Attack, Ultra Arcade, Blue Hurricane. I mean, you had the entire Houston squad chanting. Like, we handed out my business cards to, like, everyone knew my name. And, you know, and I'm freaking out. I'm just, like, I'm freaking out so much. (laughs) Because, like, I didn't have headphones. I couldn't drown it out. Uh Yelling, kick his ass, Peril, let's go! You know, I'm just, like, I, I was not prepared for the crowd. Wow. You know, and I'm playing, and I win the first match, right? And hey, everyone's popping off, and I'm just like, I'm trying to keep my cool. I'm like, thumbs up, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm freaking out. Like, my body's, like, I'm all shaking and everything. And halfway through the second match, I lose complete feeling in my hands. I cannot feel my hands at all because my nerves have completely taken over, right? Yeah. Because they're chanting my name this entire freaking time. <laughs> like, I can't take the emotion anymore. Yeah. You know, it was it was so unreal for me to experience that. But like I lose the second game because like what do you expect? I can't feel my hands. Yeah. I don't know what buttons I'm pressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's nothing I can do about that. You so- know, but um, we go into the third game. Of course, everyone's like, don't worry, Pharaoh, you got it this time. You know, they're all going off. It mm-hmm. sounded crazy in there. Unfortunately, like the commentators were like three stories up. So you can't hear any of the crowd in the video, which is like really uh, unfortunate. Damn. And the commentators had no idea. So it's like the commentary for it is like not hype at all, mm-hmm. even though the crowd like would have made them hype yeah but like anyways i win the third match everyone's going crazy my nerves are freaking out you know and it it was just like that was probably one of my happiest moments just in you know getting a win on stage killer instinct world cup even though i was a scrub i had everyone chanting my name and it was such a like overfill of like every single emotion possible and it was just a crazy experience that sounds Um, insane man that sounds but how did everybody know your name though who you were because like i handed out like my all right hold on i think i have them let me yes i do see so you look right here yeah that's my gamer tag. So everybody know who you were because you were so busy just, you know, putting yourself out there. I handed over 250 of these out Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. 
that's how everyone knew my name. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. Like I said, I, I did a lot of promotion for myself, mm -hmm. so it's like it was a crazy experience, you know. So you won the third match. What happened after that? Oh, it was two out of three. So I, I won that match, and then you know I did a fist pump. Uh, there's a picture of me uh, I have saved on my computer right as I won, you know, doing a fist pump. And if you look at my hands, you could tell like I have blood vessels about ready to pop because my hands are so red on my, like my thumb. <laughs> I couldn't feel my hands, so it's like yeah. I had to put more pressure to be able to feel the nerves. Yeah, and you could just see like my thumbs this bright ass red, and the rest of my hands like dead white. <laughs> Jeez, man! So you could tell like I was having issues with my hands. Yeah, you know, in the picture, but like it, it was just overall a crazy experience. I'm grateful for it. You know, looking back, um. It was still a great, you know, experience. But I'm not through what happened in the FGC, and I'm just going to leave it short and sweet. The people that were rooting for me turned around and screwed me over in a way. So it's just like, it makes it bittersweet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like, yeah, I had all these guys rooting for me but then you you fast forward it two years later and all the work i did and it's just like you know and so it, it makes it bittersweet looking back at it and hmm. that's just kind of how i'm going to leave that with the fgc okay. um even though like i will say i got to commentate on team spooky's channel like so that was another you know, kind of a hype moment for me because Team Spooky was, or not was, but is the, you know, top uh, stream to go for fighting games. So that was cool for me as well. Damn. Sounds like you had a lot of, even though it was bittersweet, man, it did seem like it was one hell of experience to go through. That's awesome. I, I will say, you know, through all in all, FGC wise and my own issues with the FGC, um it's what helped me get to where i am right now and i am still thankful to the the people that supported me throughout everything that happened uh all the way down to the end and still to to this day um you know and the people that basically chased me out y'all are definitely missing me because i did a lot of work for the community and i will do it in other places where i'm uh more respected Hey, that's what's up. Know your worth, ladies and gentlemen. Know your damn worth. That's what's yeah, up. Definitely. I applaud because... you for that, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. If you don't know your own worth, then, you know, you're just going to let other people tread on you. And I got tired of that. You know, I did so much, you know, not only online, but people don't even realize how much I helped other communities that I wasn't even involved in in the FGC mm -hmm. when it came to offline stuff. And it's just like, you know, you can't chase those type of people out. The people that are doing work for your community, regardless of it's like content production, streaming, mm -hmm. organizing stuff, even if it's mm -hmm. smaller stuff, they're still trying to do their work to help the community benefit from it. And to anyone listening, you definitely don't want to chase those people out. You chase those people out, your community is going to dwindle. And mm -hmm. you just like, 
if you really care about any gaming community, you want it to survive. You want to have their best foot forward. You know, prime example, Super Metroid's been out for 25 years and has more of a community than a lot of games have two years after their uh, the release. And that's because the love and the respect of those people to wanting to keep their game around. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you for sharing all that, man. Uh, so for the next segment we're going to get into is uh, your attributes. So you're familiar with, yeah, you're familiar with RPG games. So yes, with, with, every, with every character creation, there's a set of attributes or characteristic traits that you're given. And you rank yourself from like one to five, high five being the highest. So I'm going to give you a few characteristics, traits, and you rank yourself one to five, five being the highest. Cool? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All righty. Grit. Oh, man. I would say like three. Curiosity. That's that's like a five. <laughs> Social intelligence. Uh, I would I would probably say three, just because you know I am awkward at times. It happens. <laughs> hey man, I still love you. It's cool. Gratitude. Uh, definitely four. Optimism. Probably a two. Integrity. Probably a four, four and a half. I don't <laughs> want to like give me five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. If you feel like you want to give yourself a five, give yourself a damn five, okay? Don't do that um, to yourself. Sure, we'll go with the five. Okay. Patience. Oh, shit. My patience is horrible. <laughs> like, I, that's something I struggle with so much is, like, trying to be patient. So that's that's got to be a one. Automatically, that's a one. <laughs> hey, at least you can admit it, you know? Right. Adventurous. I'm lazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. we'll, we'll put it at, like, a three because I, I can be if I'm in shape. Okay. That makes sense. Tolerance. Tolerance to what exactly? Because if we're if we're saying like annoying, uh -huh. that my tolerance for annoying is like a one. Okay, but if a we're one. talking tolerance for like, um, like alcohol related. No, like just your I, personal your pay. I guess oh, it's like patience. I guess you could say your tolerance. All right. I, we'll we'll put it at like a two because I could tolerate some stupidity and some yeah. annoyance, but okay. but really like common sense is the way not to annoy me. <laughs> All right, confidence. Uh, we'll put it at a three. Charisma. Probably a two. Silliness. Yeah, that's like one. Shyness. Oh, that that's a heavy like four or five. Stubbornness. Uh hmm. I can be stubborn at sometimes. Okay. I'm not I'm not like you know rock solid up here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagination. 
uh probably a four because i've always wanted to do video game design so there's a, you know a lot of stuff that once i have like a path yeah i i can like spread out and you know there's a lot of stuff that i would love to like just go over and tweak to games like i want to be a tweaker to fix all the stupid shit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> uh forgiveness uh a four open-minded five self-awareness probably a three courage probably a three respect oh that's like a solid five it's all about that respect if you don't have respect then you don't have anything else yes sir critical thinking I would have to put it on a three because it depends, like, if I'm, like, depressed or anything or, like, upset, my thinking goes, like, out the window. So, <laughs> um, it could go both ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, competitiveness. Oh, shit, that's a five. We, we play some Halo Reach. I am definitely going after that. <laughs> we are going to pawn some. Let's get it. Let's get some Let's W's. Let's go. Yes, sir. Oh, Miss... my God. Uh, real quick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're fine. I cannot believe the trash talk that happens with Mora. Like you were talking about it on Twitter, I got uh, Overwatch? three times yesterday. Okay, talking about how I was a trash Mora with over twenty k healing and like five k damage. Listen, here's the, here's what I've learned with shit talkers in the gaming industry, especially in gaming. You know what? Just gamer shit talking while you're gaming to their own team. Listen, I know I'm doing a good job, but you shitting on me and I got stats to prove that I'm doing a good job. You're really self-reflecting on your own skill, my friend. So 100%. Double-edged sword, so be careful. Not everybody can peep that, but there's very few that can. All right. So, uh, fairness. Probably a four. I, I feel confident with a four on that because, like... I look at situations, you know, mm -hmm. what type of situation happens. So it's like, you know, try to be more fair off of what's happened, not just, you know, you can't necessarily give everyone the same type of fairness in a way. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's very uh, situational based. Of course. Sensitivity. Oh, yeah, definitely a five. I can be sensitive as fuck sometimes. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay, man. You're a human being. It's okay to be sensitive. It's all right. Right. I mean, it just, it depends on the subject. You know, like everyone has that subject that, you know, you hit that button and it just, it hits like hitting that light switch and they're, you know, from calm to angry type yep. thing. So. Yeah, I understand that. All right. Last one, my friend. Luck. Oh, I have shitty luck that it's a one. Like, our good luck day is Friday the 13th, so... Oh, damn, okay. <laughs> if that That's anything, one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, so we went through your character creation. You set yourself your attributes. Now let's go ahead for your main quest. So what is something oh, that you're working on right now? Uh, right now, uh, it's kind of like a chill moment. You know, mm -hmm. we just got done with the charity event. That's what I was really working on. Okay. I think what's next for me is to really decide 
on where, what I want to do next and get back into streaming, you know, like 100%. Ever since I left the FGC, my streaming has really gone, you know, downhill. Like it's, it was in a way I, as an example, I feel like my soul was ripped out from my mm. body. You know, it just kind of put me in that mood. So it's taken me like a lot of time to recover from it. You know, I think it's just going to take more time. Uh, I will say, like, I have been streaming a little bit more. You know, I did, like, an hour and a half stream last night. So it's it steps in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I'll ever be the same type of streamer I was, like, two years ago. So it's, like, I need to try to find my place again, you know, on where I want to go. I, I mentioned Rocket League and Overwatch and Halo Reach already. Um, you know, I, I might still do some speedrunning, uh, depending on if I could find more of a passion for it. Maybe something that's not as uh, long, that has a lot of critical stuff in it. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing with, like, Trials. It's not nothing to do with glitches or anything. It's just how well can you do each course, you know? From point a to point b without crashing a whole lot so like that's not too bad overall um but yeah it's just, it's just kind of like where do i go from here type of thing is something that i'm going to have to figure out and try to yeah. figure out soon but my main goal is to get back into streaming and you know trying to do that more 100 percent or as close to 100 percent. you know try to have some good content and uh provide a positive place yeah, so that's what I was going to ask. Like, what's why streaming? Well, um, unfortunately, you know, with my my own issues, it's it's hard to have a regular job and it definitely is hard to, you know, bring in any income, mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, when I'm trying to do different events and, you know, it is a strain on the wallet. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm doing streaming 100 percent for money. Because if I was, y'all would see a lot more of me over the last few months. But for me, I can't really put on a fake face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Uh, people can tell when I'm upset or something. You know, so it's like, if, if I'm not feeling good, I don't feel like I put on good content. So... And that's what's been hard for me about streaming, you know, is like I want to put on good content, mm -hmm. you know, but I will also have want to have fun at the same time. I feel like streaming by myself, you know, or at least not, um, excuse me, at least not playing with others um, when I stream does affect my mood, you know. Um, it's not necessarily about having people in chat. It's more about... You know, hey, let's let's have some fun as a group and let's do some work in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I miss that old community aspect of stuff. You know, I was real have I've been always heavily involved of playing with other people. You know, being RuneScape to to Halo to Fantasy Star uh, Online and Fantasy Star Universe and other you know games that I've played uh other communities i've joined up until the fgc it was more about playing with each other as a group yeah you know, so i kind of got lost from that you know and i'm trying to find 
hey, what's what's a good group of people we could, you know, set down and have some days on Overwatch or set down and have some plays on, you know, Rocket League or whatever. And I think, like, once I get that passion back for gaming, mm-hmm. then my streaming will be a lot better. And, you know, then the streaming, if people feel like, you know, they want to be generous by donating or bids or, you know, subscribing then awesome. Thank you so much for the support, you know, because all of that goes into helping fund to get out to events or to pay my bills, you know, whatever it may be at that time that, you know, stuff comes in. So it's just like, you know, I do whatever I can, basically. And that's kind of the whole, the goal with streaming is to have fun. And if I can earn a little bit of money along the way, then awesome. You know, because yeah. that's pretty much what I have outside of uh, some other small stuff that I could do online on the computer. I'm going to do some like video, try to do some video editing stuff uh, for other people, but got to play it by ear and see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But it's just a process, you know, you, of course. You, unless you try, you're not going to know. So that's yeah. my whole intent is keep on trying, keep on trying, keep on trying, and hopefully stuff will turn out and I'll get to a place that I actually really want to be. Of course. So, all right, so you've you've described your main quest. So with every main quest, there's always some side quests. Can't forget of those. Course. So what is something you're working on the side? Like you did mention video editing. Um, Yeah, uh, that's going to be something on the side uh that i'm going to be doing of course like it, it's hard to really do too much because i do have my grandmother we have to take care of you know she's mm-hmm. getting in to old age and so anything that's like heavy or like septic trash etc vacuuming stuff that you know they can't do moving groceries in etc like i do that so like i guess taking care of grandma's his side quest because like that's what you know the other half of my day is kind of filled okay. with it's just doing various stuff for her you plan on uh being more involved doing charity streams or even speed running um as of right now um probably not like i i will let, let me rephrase that as far as speed running probably not like me as a speed runner uh, me being involved in different charity stuff, 100%. I'm always, if I'm able to, uh, you know, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would just prefer, if it's a speedrunning thing, I would prefer to be on the back end of things. Uh, I don't really necessarily want to run. I think it's too much pressure for me. You know, especially... Um, not I'm not trying to like make anything worse, but I had my own issues this previous weekend and stuff was not taken care of to my expectations uh regarding mm-hmm. the stream uh elements of things. Mm-hmm. But if if I knew about it, we could have taken care of it in advance. And unfortunately we uh we just couldn't uh for some reason i didn't get there till friday at like one o'clock in the morning so like i needed sleep so i thought stuff was going to be taken care of a little bit better you know and so i'd prefer to be on the back side of things that way i can make sure stuff is better 
you know, because I'll go through everything. I I have like a specific way that I want to make sure stuff runs smoothly. Everyone gets their due part. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason that um, someone else has to go get someone else to do something on the computer because they don't know how to do it or something. You know what I mean? Or just various little stuff that could be yeah. easily fixed. I don't mind doing that stuff because I would rather the event or whatever go off smooth than have any issues. So it's like, if I could be more involved that way, you know, more helping out the stream, hosting, etc. I think that's more where I lie, you know, as far as speed running goes. Mm-hmm. All right, then. But, I like it. I like it. So what are some uh, personal development goals you're working on then? Uh, personal development is losing a little bit of weight right now. <laughs> especially right before the holidays uh my mom bakes a whole bunch of fudge and english toffee and yeah. stuff so it's like i gotta lose some weight <laughs> prepare for the holiday season of course you ain't alone on that brother you ain't alone so oh. I, I i guess that's personal goal uh other than you know always trying to stay positive all you know mm-hmm. that's always i think the main goal when it comes to personal because there's so much negativity in this world that it's easy to lose sight of the positive stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes even with like the way news is on social media, you have to kind of look at it more like, um, you know, okay. Yeah. The situation might be horrible, but it necessarily doesn't concern me and I shouldn't be, as worried about it as it's letting me, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that happens. And for me personally, I can't necessarily try to focus on some of that stuff or worry about it, no matter how horrible it is. I'm not saying that you can't feel bad for people that are involved or the situation or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you're going through stuff, why add that to your plate? You know, um, so it's just like, sorry, I don't know what point I was getting to, but, <laughs> uh, like I said, if you leave me rambling, I'll get all, all yeah, I'll get all It's the whole point of a podcast is to talk, <laughs> man, it's cool. But, yeah, I just think the the world itself could be a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure, 100% kind of leave it basic because <laughs> I, I i literally like i went wait what was i supposed to be talking about <laughs> sorry right, man it's all right so um so what are your uh top five games of all time Ooh, man that is you should have asked me that like two days ago that way i could try to prep a list <laughs> oh man well right off the bat uh, yeah let, let's uh see because like when I've when people have asked me, I've always kind of had to go like by console, in a oh, way. Oh, okay. Um, because it, it's hard for me to compare something like Super Metroid to Halo. You know what I mean? Mm, okay, yeah. Because it, it's like two completely different games, but still both can hold like the top spot, and they're you know genre type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 
But I, I guess personal, um, and I'll, I'll just like in no particular order, uh, just off of ones that I've got the most enjoyment from and the probably most playthroughs. Um, Super Metroid is up there. Just uh, the music alone. How can you not get hyped about some of that music? Mm -hmm. Uh, and like for that time period, Super Metroid was so far in advance and it was just, it was an amazing game to grow up with, you know, uh, I would have to put Halo 2 on that list specifically for the campaign. No matter how much the multiplayer is trash, <laughs> and I will stand by it, Halo 2's multiplayer is garbage. <laughs> Play Reach, get good PC players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen all those uh, PC players getting a little pissed about Reach, but that's been funny to, yeah. to watch. Um, but I gotta put Final Fantasy X in there. That that one that one hits my heart so much. You Same. know, I played through that one so much. Uh, as as horrible as some of the voice acting is and cringy to this day, uh, you know, it, it still pulls my heart. You of know? course, yeah. There, there's just there's those games that really hit the heart and those are the games that i love i feel like i get a personal attachment out of the games the games that at the end or whatever makes me have a tear down my eye that's mm -hmm. a fucking good game yeah for <laughs> so sure. um so that's that's three unfortunately i have to put the mass effect trilogy in there okay as one um just because the whole the whole thing is so good i've been replaying it as well this is like my 27th playthrough <laughs> of, of mass effect i love the series it's great and then a as a series as well and i'm going to go with the original three donkey kong country okay one two right. and three all right. That's my, that's another childhood favorite right there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, all of them a little bit different from each other. Of course, I think my personal favorite out of the the original 3 it would be uh Dixie and Kitty in the third one. That one just appealed to me more than the first two. Yeah. Even, but the the second one's so iconic with everything. Yeah. And like let it, we could all pretty much be in agreement. Donkey Kong Country music is some of the best video game music. See, I'm bobbing my head I, right now because I could hear it. It's, it's the catchy. Aquatic theme, yeah. From, like, the aquatic theme alone is one of the best. So chill. Freaking, you know, music so for yeah. 20 years. It wasn't really until Halo that, you know, music started taking more development in it. You know, mm -hmm. Halo is really one that push that envelope you know which is why it's on my list as well <laughs> yeah they definitely did a good job well that's a hell of a good list man all right so main quest side quest you spoke about that so let's talk about your final boss what is a long-term goal you wish to conquer uh i would love to be a, uh, a head of my of my own video game department somewhere what do you mean like own a, my own video game company or like 
be the one that's in charge type thing. Okay. So what kind of games though? Like what genre of games? That's the thing. It doesn't matter because I love almost every genre except for real-time strategy. So like I, I it really doesn't matter to me. Like I love shooters. I love RPGs. Platformers are cool, even though it's not my more preferred thing. Yeah, I, I love sports games. So like, I wouldn't even. I I've had this weird, like sports game I wanted to do for like the last fifteen years, and I'm going to try not to give too much of it away. <laughs> but um, basically. Um, we've kind of seen some other games similar, like NFL Blitz, uh, yeah. where there's different power ups and whatnot. Um, like FIFA Street, NBA Street, yeah, NBA Ballers, yeah, so, something similar. But I wanted to do more like superhero type stuff. Okay. And so, like, and I haven't even thought about this in years, but like. I would always think, you know, how cool would it be to have Flash throw a pass to himself, you know? Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Different type shit, you know, yeah. Superman could crash through. You know, of course, you'd have to get all the licenses, etc. Yeah. But, uh -huh. I mean, I always thought it was a cool idea, you know, just have the field like a thousand yards one way and like 500 wide. You should be good to go. Yeah, definitely. that's definitely an interesting idea. That's pretty cool. I mean, but, you know... Like, it would just, I would love to be involved somewhere. You know, of course, I would have to go through college, get, you know, designer degrees and whatnot. But, you know, through my stuff with the FGC, I've been closer than I've ever been. So it mm -hmm. just makes me want to just keep pushing and I'll find my way in eventually. You know, um, and when I was when my tournaments were sponsored by Microsoft, I mean, I just felt on top of the world with it because it's like you can't get much higher than Microsoft, you know? Yeah. And so that was like another special thing that happened to me. And so it's like I know it's achievable. I know I can do it. And I have mm -hmm. the contacts to be able to help me, you know, help point me in the right direction if I need to. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like I, I just want to figure something out i will find my way in do something you know and it might take me 10 years but i'm willing to do it i'm like closer than i've ever been you know that's a good final boss to defeat man i really well real quick what would you name it what would you name your company have you thought oh, of man. a name yeah uh, yeah, yeah. you know i don't even name my own characters in our you don't name you don't name your own characters in RPGs. No, I can't. I like coming up with a name is so frustrating. Like, Listen, last... I got you. I am the best oh. at names, Barrow. I the got last, you. The uh, last character I had to make was for like NHL twenty for their like <laughs> online mode. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Mom, I can't think of anything. I, I just I can't think of anything. So she was like, Why not call him Dwayne Dwetsky? <laughs> Dwayne Dwetsky Dwayne yep. Dwetsky that's kind of it's like a little bit of a tongue twister yeah Dwayne so I, I named him Dwayne Dwetsky uh, and then put Wayne special bro wow like, quite, like, <laughs> you know 
Savage, I love it though. That's hey, dope. I I suffer from that stuff. I could do that. All right, you're right. You're right. You get a pass. You definitely get a pass for that. Hell yeah. But yeah, like I don't name my own stuff, so naming would definitely be hard. I have no mm -hmm. idea. That's why I said like, or it could be like the lead of the you know someone else's company or whatever. Like work my way up. That'd be dope. Yeah. Or to like or like even just to like lead my own team inside a company you know what i mean uh-huh that's dope man all right so after defeating your final boss your quest hits game over what's the legacy or impact you wish to leave behind in your save file i mean for legacy impact um I guess I just want to be known as someone that has always tried to do what they can for any community that they've been a part of. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's not necessarily about any specific community I've been in, but I, I've just, I've always wanted to do my best no matter where I was. So, like... I would like to be remembered for, you know, the work I've done, mm -hmm. you know, and the work I will do. And um, for any, I, I guess more than just me, I would rather have the the Frozen Shadows legacy um, last a lot longer. Because um, that's like my pride and joy in a way. You know, I, I worked really hard on that clan. And to see it maybe come back this year, you know, and possibly do something. I would like to see that legacy go on because I feel like that that clan is my legacy in a way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, positivity, community work, you know, and a hell of a gamer, basically. That's <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I can't ask for much as long as, you know maybe someone a hundred years from now be like, yo, that Pharaoh guy seems like a cool guy. You know, I would be happy with that. That's awesome, man. All right. Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh Yami, uh, P H A R R O H Y A M I. You got to misspell Pharaoh to get it right. I was nine <laughs> years old when I created that tag. So you're, you're spelling it wrong. Uh, but yeah, you'll find me out there. Uh, right now, I don't have a Discord. I mean, I kind of have a Discord, but it's inactive. So uh, just find me at Twitter, you know, at Pharaoh Yami. And then on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Pharaoh space Yami. Same as uh, the Twitter, but got to add in the space. Awesome, man. Well, my friends, well, gamers, you heard it yourself. Pharaoh Yami. You can tell by the softness in his heart and everything he has went through, he's doing nothing and everything he can to put more positivity into the world and be the light in somebody's darkness. If you guys made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. It's awesome. Thank you, gamers, so much. You guys are amazing. Stay happy, stay healthy, and most of all, gamers, stay golden. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.